The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. How's everybody doing? I want to welcome you into a very, very special episode of NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins, man. Listen, man, listen. This guest that we have today is special to me, and I'm going to elaborate on it because he was big in my career and I don't even think he knows how big he was in my career he was the 47th pick in the 1988 draft world champion listen a man (laughs) of the people none other than Vernon Mad Max Maxwell Vern appreciate your time brother what's going on with you Ryan you know I appreciate you having me on here man blessings man thanks man thanks for having me First off, before we get to anything, I need to have a conversation with you, brother, that I hadn't had. We're going to have this right now. I have to thank you. And I got to thank you because you may not know this. You Uh helped me fall in love with the game of basketball. Wow. And I know you you maybe you don't see your impact at the time. But when you won the championship, I was a little guy. And me and my dad would go to his friend's house off now. We go to off Neil's house. We go to the basement <laughs> and we watch the games. And my dad would put them out. My, my dad loves sports. He loved basketball, football. He loved yeah. but your team, yeah. the Rockets. He loved you. He loved the Rockets. And, you know, I was little. So I'm like, man, let me go yeah. play with my yeah. toys. Let me go hang out. But <laughs> watching your team as a young right. guy, my dad never forced basketball on me. I go, you know, hey, what is that, dad? It drew my attention. Hey, that's a three-pointer. That's. I fell in love with the game because the speed you guys play with, the success you had, the energy. So I got to thank you, brother, because my first experiences of loving the game, of being a fan of a- as a kid in basketball came from you, man. So I, I love and appreciate you and that team even different, man. 
crying, man. That means a lot to me, man, to hear that coming from you, man. I didn't know that, but you know, I, and 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 that is, I, I, it means a lot, man. Uh, and I appreciate that so much, man, because you know you don't hear it, and you don't know this stuff, and then when you guys that come up behind us and you say these stories like what you just told me, man, that means a lot to me, man. That's 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 homage, man. I appreciate that a lot. That's a lot. Absolutely, and, and Vern, man, I gotta. Before also too, you look great, dog. What I do respect, like, no, yeah, you, yeah, you, well, you, you, know, hey, you played, you played ball headed. You still look great, and all of a sudden you got a full head of hair. Like, what, what's yeah, up, man? I, Everybody I got cornrows and all kind of <laughs> going on. Vern, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing for your workouts, dog? You are, you know, what I'm saying like a lot of. With yeah. all due respect to some of the, you know, no the other OGs, you know, some of us. Yeah, man, you still yeah, on it, man. My boys looking crazy. A lot of my boys are looking crazy <laughs> out here. Man. Nah, man, I like to ride bicycles. As I get up early in the morning, I ride bicycles early, like four thirty to about six thirty. I get about 15, 20 miles in a day, and I just oh, wait. You you ride fifteen times. to twenty miles a day? Yeah. Yeah, I like to get up early, get for that traffic, get out there. I'm a street rider, so I like to ride in the street. So I'm one of those guys you see on the street, you'd be like, man, get your ass out the way. That's me on the street ride. So yeah, but um, but I street ride, I lift weights three, four times a week. And then my boys, I got one at North Mech High School, plays on uh, B Maze Elite, um, uh, Under Armour Circuit, and I got yes. one at Georgia Tech. We're in the transfer portal. Right now, as we speak, you know, that's that's part of college basketball, not getting that portal. So and uh, we're trying to find him a place to go. But so but everything is good, man. I, I just I just stay working out all the time. I keep myself energetic and, and I don't want to look crazy, man. No, you look great, brother. Listen, you look better. Listen, I need to pick it up. Hearing that, I need to pick it up again. No, Ryan, you look good in them suits, boy. I've been seeing you in them suits. You be looking real good, boy. Oh, man. I like what you're doing, man. You look real well. I like Appreciate what you're doing, man. All right, well, let's get to the, to the mean potatoes of it, Vern. Um, we, we talked about you being the 47th pick in the draft. And obviously, you know, listen, it wasn't ever a question of your game. We, you know, some of us were young at that time. We all have our yeah. own stories. Yeah. But I want you to walk me through draft day. Where were you? Who were you with? I'm just now finding out. Yeah. When I got drafted, everything was in New York, Vern. So I didn't know right. yeah, no, the draft I know back was in, the day. you know. Yeah, you know it I, wasn't the same back day when I come up. I was at the, I was at my um, agent's house down in Miami. and um, But I self-inflicted self wounds on myself. You know what I mean? And and I can honestly true that I was projected to be lottery, top mm. 15 pick. And. You know, all-time leading scorer at the University of Florida, second all-time leading scorer in SEC history still today. Uh, but I, I did everything. I, you know, I got caught up with all that old stuff. You know, I, I could I could talk about it. You know, drugs and I was on cocaine. I don't know how I did it. I was on cocaine. I was on marijuana, and I was an alcoholic. I was all three of those things when I was in college, and I wow. still, you know, I just didn't know how I made it through. I don't. I mean, tell us the truth, right? I just don't remember a lot in college because I was so far gone in wow. college, and a lot of people don't know. And and I, ain't, I I'm I'm not afraid to talk about it. And, and you know, I was I mean, the University of Florida. That in order for me to stay at the University of Florida, I had to go to the Betty Ford Center, and wow. that's that's a rehab center down in um in Orlando that they had. I had and it was and it was an inpatient. I had to go there and stay there for thirty days. 
Wow. And uh, in order for me to stay at the University of Florida, but I put all those, I, I self-inflicted wounds. I did to all my, everything I did myself, it, it was because I did and nobody else's fault. It was all my fault. And that's why I failed the 47 pick in the, in the second round. But I knew all I needed was a shot, you know, because I knew I could play the game. I knew once, and then once I got to the league, you know, they helped me out a lot too. You know, the, you know how the NBA helps you out when you, they, you just gotta, you just gotta let them know you got a problem. And then if you once you do that, then they'll they'll kind of guide you and, and put you in the right avenues to help you, you know, be put you in successful um, uh, ways. And that's what happened with me. So when I got drafted by Denver and then they traded me right away that same night, like to uh, San Antonio. When did you know you were traded? How did you find out? You know, my generation, these guys find out via Twitter yeah. or random. Like, how did yeah. you find yeah. out you were yeah. traded? Well, you know, everything back then was phone calls. Wow. <laughs> you know, they had yeah, call, yeah, yeah. phone calls. It was phone calls back then. So they called me and told me, yeah, you know, we drafted you just, you know, it was a favor for for uh, the, the Spurs. They Spurs wanted me. They just didn't want nobody else to get me for. It was number 50 picks then, back then. So I was third to the last pick. So and uh, they did a favor for the Spurs. And, and then the Spurs went and they switched up the trade right after the Denver drafted me. And then I came down to San Antonio and. Then that's when they had um, Bob Hill was there at the time and Alvin Robinson, Johnny Dawkins and those guys, Oof. you know, so it was, it was tough. It was tough my first year, but I knew I was going to be fine. You know, I knew I could make a team. I just needed a fair shot. And, I, and they gave it to me. And now, normally I would ask this at the end of the show, but I appreciate your transparency. And Vern, I think you know it. Your story, my story is to help out the next young you know, brother, try to make yeah. it uh, in the league. If, if you could give a young Vernon Maxwell some advice, you know, what would you say to yourself? What would you, how would you help navigate? And shout out to Florida and the NBA and, and to you for being transparent and said, hey, say, hey, I need help, man. And they, and they took steps to help walk you through that measure. What would advice would you give to uh, a young Vernon Maxwell? Well, just see, for me, then and then I'm sure it's a lot of these guys now still today. You know, it's the the, the peer pressure. Mm. You know, with the with your, with your friends and stuff that's around you. You you so scared to let them know that hey man, I really need some help. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and you don't want you know we so big and macho. You know, basketball Vernon Maxwell all time they scored a number scored and and at Florida. You know, and, and all my friends they just in compliance with whatever I say do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, man, right, let's go get this bag over here. Oh, yeah, Max, let's go get that instead of them telling me, yo, Max, nah, man, chill. Yo, yo, you, you're trying to get somewhere. You're trying to do something. But nobody would never say that to me. So just to, just, just the people you have around you, man, is big, man. Make sure that you let your friends know, man, it's okay to tell me, man, you ain't doing right right now. You know what I mean? And that's the biggest thing for me, man, just the people around you, man, is big, man. So make sure you have people around you that really care about you and 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 that can talk to you and ain't scared to talk to you because a lot of these people be scared to talk to us professional athletes. I mean, even your homeboys who you grew up with. I mean, you grew up with them all your life and y'all used to go through a lot of stuff, ups and downs and everything. But still, once you make it, Ryan, you know, once you make it, a lot of things change, man, with your friends with your, you know, I mean, your peers and your family, everything changes. You know, it's like they put you way up there and they scared this. It's a lot of, it, 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 but just watch who you hang out with and make sure you let your friends know, man, it's okay to tell me when I'm effing up, man. 
That's all. That's what I would say. Yeah, that's that's the most important thing. Coming up next, Vernon Maxwell is going to let you know something about Michael Jordan and his relationship that you never knew. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources are you still searching for your perfect place to call home well now is the time to buy at fisher homes if you're looking to move in before the end of 2024 may could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end if you're hoping to move in even sooner fisher homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you where you can start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or b-cell all the saint jude team came up to get cj via ambulance shortly after that i noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope we were driving into hope to have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. All right, Burn. so you get the training camp, you get into the season. Walk me through, you know, when you actually get to San Antonio, what was that like? You know, were, were, did you feel like, man, I'm just as good as these guys in the NBA? What was your mindset in camp going in and competing with those guys? Or was it kind of a like, whoa, this is this ain't college no more? Well, well, the pace was very fast and and the guys were so much stronger. And then when I came in with some dogs, I mean, I hope everybody remember Alvin Robertson. You know, yes. the quadruple double guy, you know, 10 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and 10 steals. Robertson dumps it down inside of Johnson. Johnson goes to the hoop and scores. Matthews at midcourt. Back to Robertson. May drive all the way. Deals it to Mitchell down the baseline. Jumpers up. Good. That's Ray Williams. Outside, a pass intended for Roby. Knocked down, stolen by Robertson. Robertson overruns the ball. Finally recovers, goes up, puts it up, and it's good. 20 points, 10 assists, 10 rebounds, and 10 steals. Alvin Robertson has his first quadruple double tonight. I mean, that boy was, he was crazy on defense, man. So, and I came in, we playing the same position. I knew I wasn't going to start. I knew I ain't had a chance to. But I learned so much from that guy, man. And, and Johnny Dawkins played point guard for them at that point in time, too. So, I mean, great backcourt, man, when I came into it. And I, 
I got a lot of knowledge just by just by practicing with those guys every day. In the summertime, when I went out there, man, it was totally different. They 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 took me in with open arms, man, and they they just showed me the the NBA way. And then me and Alvin Robinson, we became real close, and that's when I knew and I learned, man. You know, I I wasn't I'm, I'm six four. You know, all the shooting guards back, you know, they were six five, six seven, yes. six six. They were big, strong. I'm six yeah. four. I'm six four, one eighty eight, one eighty five. So I had to put muscle mask on. So Alvin Robinson got with me and helped me, and I I got up to about one ninety five, and then I was able to handle my own. Then I was I was always fast enough and quick enough, but and I can always shoot it and score. So I just had to get stronger. And once I did that, it was going to be a problem for everybody. And then. My first year, though, we had the worst year ever, man. I mean, I went through one of them seasons, man, like, I mean, like the Rockets had this year. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> we was 21 and 61, man. It was bad. <laughs> we took a lot of, hey, I had a few of those myself, Bert. <laughs> <laughs> well, we took a lot of L's, man. But you know, Ryan, it's tough, man, to keep going out and competing and you knowing you're going to get your butt whooped, man. So, yeah. I mean, it was tough, man. But, um. You know, I love the game so much, so I just enjoyed it because that's what I always wanted to do as a career, and I made it there, and so it was a blessing. Vern, is there a moment where you talked about realizing you weren't strong enough or these guys had a knowledge of the game that you didn't have um, where they pulled you aside and it was like a little humbling or eye-opening? Well, Alvin Robinson, as soon as I got there, you know, when we, we were playing pickup ball, you know, you go you, you get to the city, you go play pickup ball with the guys and stuff, and they tell you where to come meet and play. And, man, as soon as that man put his hands on me, man, that man rolled me all the way where he wanted to take me. You know, back then, you can grab somebody by the waist and you can just grab <laughs> it. You can just move it. And he just moved me around the floor like he wanted to, like he was on offense and I was on defense. So that's when I knew. <laughs> I knew I had to get better with that, man. That's, that's when I knew it then, man. So, yeah. Hey, did you have a uh, – speaking of that, did you have a – you know, welcome to the NBA moment. Listen, man, my my OG was Othella Harrington. Othella Harrington took me to the other side after practice, yeah. and we played one on one. And I'm thinking, man, I got Othella, man. I I could do him. I got him, man. He wore me man. out, left hand Jays. I couldn't Listen, get around man. him. Did you have somebody? I'm trying to, man. I'm telling you that same guy, man. Alvin Robertson. <laughs> that man used to beat me up, man. Once I got when I once I knew I can score against him and do my thing against him when we were playing one on one, because he used to play me one on every day. We used to go down there because I used to try him every day. I told him, You're gonna have to beat me every day. I don't uh, you <laughs> I, I gotta see. I don't think you can beat me every day. And that man was beating me every day. He was just so strong and such a professional and I mean, yeah, yeah. oh man, it was just, it was bad. It was bad. I was so frustrated. I used to be so mad, man. But that guy, Alvin Robinson, that was that guy, man, for me. What about actually in the game? You know, how did you adjust to in game? You know, you said you were always a guy who could score. You put the ball in your hands. You were ready. Were there any players in the league that kind of surprised you or, you know, hey, man, like th this is different. Like we talked about being different than college because a lot of kids don't <laughs> understand this is not AU, this ain't USA. This is, the league is different, man. Hey, this is the best players in the world, man. I mean, every night in, night out, man, I could just go down and just give you some guys real quick. Michael Jordan, Mitch Richmond, Reggie Miller, Gazan Petrovic, 
I mean, I, I could go on and on and on, man. I mean, Ron Harper. <laughs> I mean, every night I was just, that was the line of, I had to call, oh, Lord. I had, and uh, it was, it was rough. It was real tough, man. I mean, this every night, man. Every night, man. And then you, I mean, you, it was every night. It, it was shooting guards. Every, every guy that can play back then, man. You get some guys now, you might have an off. I kind of just float around a little bit tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't really worried about him. But not when I play, you can't float around on none of these guys. These guys don't, they, they were to kill you, man. So it was, it was that, it was all those guys, man. It was tough for me. I just, I had to come ready to play every night because first of all, like I said, first, again, First officer undersized, and 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 uh, I had to come. I had to be prepared, and ready to play, and be a dog the way I play. I had to play the way I played because I played another way. I wouldn't even been on the floor, man. Where'd that come from, though, Vern? See, for for uh, me, for me, I was a skinny guy. So when I grew up, the first thing people did is they put their hands on me. But oh, yeah. what people didn't realize, <laughs> me and my daddy used to go in the backyard every day, and he used to just beat me up. He hit me. He knocked me down. Get up, and yeah, yeah. so. I would guard Shaq. I would, for the most part, I was the guy, I wouldn't play the whole series. And I see Shaq, I had to go guard Shaq because I wasn't scared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He knocked that's me problem. down, he hit me. I'm like, look, that's man. Problem. Yeah, you get back up. Yeah, you get back up and fight. Because that's why we loved you as a player, Vern. You were a scorer, but you yeah. competed. Why? Yeah. Where did yeah. that come yeah. from? Yeah, uh, back when my hood, man, where I grew up playing in, uh, it's called Sugar Hill, back in Gainesville, Florida. Mm. Man, them boys to do like you said your dad used to do to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did everything what you was telling me. They, they made sure I was going to be tough as nails. They was, I used to come back from that AAU, like what we what you just talked about, and these old circuit teams on the Nike circuit and all this. I come back, they'd be like, they read all the, high, all the acc accolades and all that. They couldn't wait to see me and knock me all over the place. And, that, and that's where I got it from because when they did me like that, I just do unto others that they do unto me. For sure. And that's what I used to do on, you know, so like when Michael Jordan used to hit me in my mouth with an elbow, I looked straight at him and hit him right back in his mouth with an elbow. And then now what we going to do now? Okay, that's what I thought. I thought that's what I thought. But we both blood, both of us mouth bust open. My <laughs> mouth bleeding and his mouth bleeding. But I like that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love this. Let us play. Michael Jordan. And now Vernon Maxwell is pushing and shoving with Horace Grant and started with Jordan. What's the deal? This is two games in a row in Chicago Stadium. Going down the court, Jordan running back down the court, and they're talking to each other. He just bumps into well, it. What's yeah. the deal? Well, now you're going to throw them both out, Red. How about this? How about this trade-off? Listen to this, baby. Five nineteen for the game. Double technical. Maxwell with a technical, yeah, I, Jordan with a technical. Man, I'm going to ask that since you brought it up. You know, I played for Michael over in Charlotte. He actually drafted me to the NBA. But I know yeah. Michael has a lot of those guys, and people don't give him enough respect. Michael has one of the deepest respects for the game of basketball. Oh, yeah, and the yeah, people yeah. that he competed against, you know, off of the court, 
What was your relationship like with Michael? Were there, were there conversations that you guys had or was there that, you know, when y'all were all done and said like, man, I love you, brother. I appreciate you. Did you and him, you know, have yeah. one of those moments? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we competed so hard. And then, you know, every time I used to try to do stuff to Mike on the court that nobody else would do, you know, because everybody shows so much homage to Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too much respect before the games. You already defeated. You don't do that. You done. I can't do that. I got to get myself all, man. I don't care about Mike, man. Hey, y'all, hey, I don't want to hear nothing about Mike, man. What y'all, man? Y'all be quiet about that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get myself all riled up, get ready to go. And then on the floor, you know, that's what he going to do. Everybody played against Mike or played with Mike. They know Mike going to run his mouth. Oh, hey, Max, you better tie them up tight down there. I looked down there when he told me that one game. I was in Chicago Stadium. I was a young boy. He told me, hey, Max, you better tie them up tight. I looked down at my feet. I said, who you, who you tied my feet? Tie my shoes up tight? He said, yeah, you better tie the motherfuckers up tight. I'm finna get in your ass, boy. <laughs> boy, I, I, I rushed down there. I grabbed them shoes straight, and I started tying them. I pulled them out tight like I sprung my damn ankle. <laughs> I strung them out. I said, now nah, I got them tight. Now what we gonna do? Let's go. Man, that man went at my ass for about 18 straight. I said, oh, Lord, boy, I ain't never seen nothing like this. Boy, this, this is amazing now. Everybody never done it like this now. Ooh, Michael Jordan is the best, man. I mean, that man, he was special, man. But good God, I, I used to like to try to get up under his skin. But, man, that don't work, man. He's too tough, man. But, yeah, toughest guy I ever played against. Wow. And, and I think, like, we love that there was a mutual respect there for of you, course, too. Yeah. You know, but that's, that's yeah. why we loved you. Yeah, he'll come off the court like after the games and stuff. When I see him out, you know, he'll I'll see him after the games, like at the restaurants and stuff. Where like for I go and eat in Chicago somewhere, and and you know he'll tell me what, a nice restaurant to go to. He'd come to Houston. He always like to go to Papa those and stuff like that. And then you know I go and I'll be in there. He'll come up to me and my wife at the time. I'm I'm single now, but my wife at the time he'll come up to me and. And he'll show homage. She's like, man, hey, Max, man, I know, you know, these people want us to fight, man, and do all this extra stuff, man. But I love the way you play, and I love the way you wow. compete against me, man, because a lot of these guys don't do that with me, man. But, man, keep doing what wow. you're doing. You, you're a good ball. I, I, I respected that for that, man. He, he used to give me that. That's big. Hold on. You and Michael, this is a different, I got to reset this. So let me set this day. Yeah. This is a completely different. So you and Michael, darn near, go to blows. Nose to nose, elbow, yes. but and then yes. he comes to you later and says, "Keep doing it, Max. I love it." Yeah, yeah, this, that's what these people want us to do. They want to see me and you fight. And I was like, "Yeah, man, you know, we just compete, man. I just compete like that." He's like, "Nah, Max, I like what you're doing, man. I mean, nobody don't do me like that, man. You, you keep doing what you're doing, man. I love what you're doing, man. Keep competing like that, man. That's that's big time." And I was wow. like, man, I appreciate that. It means a lot coming from you, my brother. But no, nah, he we always talk, man. He he's 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 a great competitive man. He's a and, and I consider him as a friend too when I see him, you know what I mean? So yeah, I I, I res respect to Mike, man. Mike, Mike, he just I mean, that's just the way he played and, and that's the way he competed. And a lot of people didn't, you know, a lot of people loved him, a lot of people didn't, you know, because they always won. That's why though. Because, you know, you yeah. you know, you want the underdogs to beat the best team. So that's why a lot of people didn't like him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Shout out, shout out, MJ, man. I love to there hear those go, stories. Mike. Because I'm, my guy, peace, Mike. I, I feel like a lot of people don't know the NBA was a fraternity back then. And oh, like man, you said, yes. the way we grew up or the way you grew yeah. up, you literally would go to blows on the court 
and yeah. after the court, it, you know, it, it, it was done. Yeah, after the game, you'll see somebody, you'll walk right past the dude, you're just about to go and blows with, all right, man, you all right, my brother, okay, man, last night, boy, you better stop, well, okay, yeah, you better stop, too, and then get on to the bus and go over where you're going, it's just okay, it's over with, Yeah, it's no problem. Listen, make sure you hang around, man, we're going to hear about a magical moment in history, Houston Rockets history, coming up next with Coach Mad Max. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources are you still searching for your perfect place to call home well now is the time to buy at fisher homes if you're looking to move in before the end of 2024 may could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end if you're hoping to move in even sooner fisher homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you where you can start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home we went from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or b-cell all the saint jude team came up to get cj via ambulance shortly after that i noticed a rainbow it meant that there was hope we were driving into hope to have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. All right, Vern, we got to have some fun now, man. I think this is my favorite um, segment of the show. It's the NBA Rookie Life Film Room with Ryan Hollins. And I want to break down a couple clips. I want to see where your heart is at. And I want you to put on your coach's hat. Your coach's okay. hat. And I want you to bring right. I need the Vernon Maxwell style, though. I need Matt. I need okay. Matt. But we got Vern. I need okay. Matt Max now, okay? Right. Okay. I, I need Matt Max. Okay. So okay, first clip we're going to get to, let's go Jalen Green. Jalen Green, in his rookie year, hit the biggest shot of his career over Anthony Davis, and you played the position. You know, you were one of the, you know, one of the best two guards in Houston history. You know, you, you the respect is, is league-wide, brother. So you got to break down this clip here from Jalen Green. This was the biggest shot his rookie year of his career. You got LeBron, AD, you, you, you in, uh, in, in L.A., so what happens, man? Put on your put on coach. I need Mad Max. Like I said, I need Mad Max's coaching hat on right now. What are you seeing in this clip? Well, the Rockets are doing. They better do it quickly. Green! 
Green from the outside. His first baskets of the second half are two gigantic threes. That one out of the rafters, and it's a one-point game. Wow. That, that was special. That was special. Well, what I see is old, uh, KPJ bringing it down, and, and um, you know, the NBA is about pick and rolls. Got to pick and roll with my guy. Hey, well, what, really what they, what they did was they were looking for the mismatch, mm. and they got it with AD. When KPJ gave it off to my man, Jalen Green, and all Jalen Green did was made the big guy, just put him in the blender and made him dance. And then, and then hit him with a step. That's his, that's his patent shot. That little step back yeah, yeah, three yeah. right here. What he do? That's his patent shot. When he liked to do it going left. And that's what he did. He went to his patent spot. He got to the spot and knocked it down. Big shot for the young fella. Vern, what's that? Say? You, you, you were a guy who hit these clutch shots. What does this say that he's willing to want the ball in this situation? And what was going through his head and your head when you were in some of these moments knowing the game was on the line? Well, you know, it's, I mean, either I'm going to make it or I'm going to miss it, but I ain't going to be afraid to take it. And I'm going to take it with confidence. And that's what he did. That's all. He's just, you know, you can't be afraid, afraid of that moment. Yeah, I don't care what you say about me if I miss that shot. But I know I'm going to get a lot of accolades if I make it. And that was a big time shot at that moment, man. I mean, for that young kid at that moment, that was big. I think, like you said, his first or second game in L.A., that was real big. And he went to his pad move. That's his pad move right there. Between the legs. Crossover, mm. step back to the left. Bam. There it is. All right, Vern. Now, now we got to acknowledge this to take me into the mind. You know, he doing a bit. He talking his talk afterwards. You yeah. know, wh why? What What does that have to play? What's that meaning? What does that go in? Jalen, another skinny guy, you know, probably outweighed in his matchups, but he ain't scared either. What do you see from Jalen? And why is the talk important? Why talk in this moment? Why does this get certain guys going? Because, you know, why they put that big old guy on me? I'm going to make him dance. Yes. He put the he put him in the two-step. They did the two-step with him. <laughs> I'm going to make him dance. He's two-stepped him. <laughs> but Jaden Green did what he's supposed to do, man. I mean, that's his pad move. And that talk at the end, he had to get that up because now it's a game now. It's a game. I mean, it's 8.2 seconds left, but still, I mean, foul him. You know, they go down and make two. Then you got a chance to come back and make a three. So it's a game now. Yeah. What do you see when you watch Jalen Green? You know, you, you played the same position in Houston. What do you see? And if you had, um, I'm sure you had probably, you know, I guess what words would you have for him or have you had for Jalen in speaking to him or, or, you know, shouting him out? Because he 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 got to understand what it is, you know? I love what he's doing. I love what he's becoming. I mean, you could tell the kid works hard on his craft. Yes. Works hard on his game works hard on his jump shot. He competes every night. I mean, I love everything about that kid, man. He's going to be a, he's, he's an all-star. He's going to be an all-star. He's just got to keep, you know, stay like he is, stay humble, and just keep working at this thing, man, like he's doing, man. And I, I tell him all the time, man, I admire what he's doing. I mean, he's a he's a great kid. I mean, a good young kid. I mean, so, I mean, just, just keep doing what you do and build every year, every year, like every summer. Just add something to your game. Add something different to your game because, you know, everybody know what you're doing now, you know, this year. But next year, you got to add something different. You know, that's that, and that's what I try to do every year. And that's what I try to tell these young guys. But I know he will. But I, I just I, I love that kid, the way he plays, the way he competes. And he's not afraid of the moment, the big moment.
Burton, those are huge words coming from you because you talk the talk and you walk that walk. And there was also another young shooting guard who you had a chance to actually mentor. You didn't get a bunch of time with him, but we want to go back. We, we, we're looking at the future in Jalen Ringer Green. Yeah. Let's go back to the past. Allen yeah. Iverson. Let's, oh we want to... Yeah. We want to check out some clips from AI, and I want you to put on. I need Mad Max, Coach Mad oh, Max now. No doubt, um, no doubt. Talk yeah. to me about a young Allen Iverson, man. What did you see from him? What's that relationship like with AI? And you know how good was he, man? You spent time with him. What's that relationship like? And the things that you would say to him, man. His mindset was so crazy, man. I mean, and his stature was so crazy too. I mean. He had long, he got long extremities. He got long arms and long legs and his torso is short as hell. It just looked crazy. It looked, it, but he's just the, the most athletic, the, I mean, the, the most competitive person. I mean, in any and everything you do, man, this man, I mean, just, I mean, throwing quarters in the corner, man, this man, <laughs> he, he want to win everything, man. So it's just his competitiveness, man. And then his size, man. I mean, his size to be able to take, you know, that man's so small, man. That man probably wore about 170 pounds, 165 pounds. And to take that beat night in and night out, man, that man, he wasn't just no jump shooting guy. Yeah. Now, he was, you know, he, he don't want to shoot threes. Mm. He really wasn't a three-point shooter like that. Wow. Everything was inside that three-point line. He was getting to that cup, man, and, and the mid-range, man. That's what he wanted. Look at the clips right now. I mean, you don't see no threes. All this inside the paint. And Philadelphia tries to take the lead right back here. 79-79, eight minutes to play in the ballgame. Iverson beats one, beats two. Hangs and hammers home. Oh, did you see the youngster? Sky and deposit on the baseline. I mean, so... I mean, that's what I know about him, man, the competitiveness, man. And he just, everything he competed against, everything. And the crossover was crazy. The will to win, the heart to win, just just don't want to lose, just love to play the game. Vern, is there a story or a moment where you realized Allen Iverson was different? Did you look at him and see, you know, were you sizing him up? Did you grab him in to mentor him first? Or was there that, that first moment where you go, Hey, he different. He a little too fast for me, you know. You know, we used to, I had to guard that motherfucker in practice. I was with, you know, on me and Aaron McKee, you used to, have to take turns guarding. You know, he was talking about he didn't want to practice. That whole he come to practice and bust your hey. I mean, he competed, he compete in practice like he do in the games, man. It's crazy, man. You be thinking this man will go out and hang out at four five in the morning, man. And coming that gym at eleven o'clock because he loved to compete, man, like that. That's what he's just he's just hey, when when he playing basketball, he just feel like no, he's the best player on the floor. I don't care who's out there, Michael Jordan. He just felt like he's the best player on the floor. I don't care. That's the way he felt. Vern AI also talked about you going to bat for him, you oh, yeah. having his back. And Vern, we know that's the type of guy you've always been. But he was touched yeah. by that. Why did you do that? Why did you feel compelled at that point in your career? to say, I got to make sure he not touch. A lot of teams just try to beat him up, you know, and just, you know, and get physical with him and stuff like that. I, be, I used to tell him, now you do that again, now. Do it again. I'm, man, you're going to go to the locker room because I'm swinging on you and he's going to pay my fine. Hold on. Who, who is this with, Bird? Hold on. Slow down. Give me the story. Who who put hands on AI? And what Everybody was, used to try to do it to him. I used to tell him, too, man, do it again. If you do it again, now, I'm going to go and swing on you. And, 
And we're going to go to the locker room. It's going to continue back there in the locker room because I don't know how to cut this dog. <laughs> oh, hold on. Yeah. So you used to tell another player, multiple players, we're going to get yeah. into it. I'm going to yeah. follow you. I'm gonna, yeah, and he's going to pay for it. I'm going to, then, you know, ain't nobody back there. The game's still going. Them security guards be back there. But I'm going to get in there. I don't care how bad it gets. He's going to pay the fine. So that's why I just felt, because he was, he, I mean, that was my man, man. We got so close off the court, man. And yeah. I mean, I knew everybody, thing about him, man, his family and everybody, all those guys, man. And man, we we were so close, man. He was like my little brother, man. And that's a blessing, man. And I think, you know, the NBA is a fraternity. And when you had those yes, relationships and, yes. you know, you guys were very similar and undersized two guards that you, I'm sure you had an affinity yes. towards him and tried to give him yeah. all yes. the game that you maybe didn't have, you know? Right. Right. He he was a student of the game. He he loved the game, man. He liked to talk basketball. He could talk basketball all day long. Mm. That's all he does, talk about basketball. I'm like, <laughs> he still do it today, man. He still do it today. But he, 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 he loves Stephen A. He loves breaking down the game. He loves Kobe. He loves Mike. You know, you can't talk nothing about them three guys right there. He go crazy on you. Talk about Stephen A. Michael Jordan and Kobe, he gonna go crazy on you. you, you oh man, it's a conversation, <laughs> it's a debate all night. Uh, uh. Yes, man. All right, Vern. Now, now we gotta go. We spoke at AI and, and how he did his thing. Yeah, you made history, my my good brother. One game, and no. I'm not just talking about the championships. I gotta talk about that thirty. Listen, I saw Clay Thompson do it against when I was in Sacramento. He he jumped yeah. at the thirty five ball, whatever, in one quarter. But you also did it. Yeah, I, we gotta run one of these clips, and I need you. To, <laughs> I need you to walk me through this a uh, fifty-one a uh, fifty-one piece, okay? Maxwell with a rebound, takes it in for the two. That's what you need to do. Get a little closer in. Yeah, a simple shot, right, Bill? <laughs> that wasn't too simple. Not many guards can hang in the air for that. Maxwell on the fly, lays it. Oh, he's fouled, and he'll shoot two. Maxwell. Maxwell takes it in for two more. Buck Johnson popping outside, looking down, and Maxwell puts up a three-pointer. Maxwell with a great move out front. Jump shot for two. Not an easy jumper either. Oh, look at Maxwell. Takes it in, puts it up. He'll go back to the free-throw line. 85-79. There's Maxwell on the run again. Maxwell puts it up and in. Another three-point opportunity for Vernon Maxwell. I cannot believe it. He's so red hot, don't touch him. Valentine with a three-pointer, and Sleepy gets the rebound. There he goes, Maxwell. Maxwell. Oh, they love it in the summit. Timeout Cleveland. Listen to this crowd. Appreciate the job Vernon Maxwell has done. 46 points for Maxwell, and I just... And a steal. A steal by Vernon. He lays it up. It goes in and he's fouled. Unbelievable. Just give it to Maxwell, everybody. He's going to go for 50 points. 28 points in this quarter. George Gervin, if you're interested, holds the NBA record for the most points in a quarter, 33. There it is. 51 points. And 30 points in the fourth quarter. He outscored Cleveland 30 to 26, all on his own.
Were you in one of those zones? Were you feeling yeah, it? Did, did somebody say something to you that hold on, man? What, did you get out of a slump? Were you rolling? Um, let's watch this. This this is history, brother. Ain't too many people had this conversation. Just let me be. Let us be a fly on the wall, man. Though, how yeah. did this happen, Bird? Well, at this point in time, right here, I just got going. You know, early in the game. At first, I, I, and, and you know, and next game right here, I really didn't feel good going in this game. You know, it's because Ryan, you know how it be. Some games you just feel like your legs are dead, and you just yeah. ain't, you just ain't in it. And then I got to going, and then the game started, and I started just throwing, and I was like, "Well, damn!" And then I started getting to the line. I, I started going to the free throw line. And I was like, "Damn!" They just keep fouling, me. and then I got going. I got going on the free throw line. See, and then. The guy started looking for me when they said, Brian is going. Look at that. I, I was thought about that. Then, bam. I said, okay, damn, it might be my night right now. I said, okay, I got to get that. Okay, now, now that my sleeping floor, he's looking for me. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Yeah, I go yeah. yeah I'm, I'm getting it going. Yeah, see, they, uh, yeah, I'm mixing it up inside, outside. Now, that's when I said, okay, now Don Chaney telling me, come on now, keep going, Max. That's what he's always wow. telling me. And then when I started making this crazy stuff like this right here, and I knew, I said, it's going to be a long night for these guys out here, old Craig, Elo, and them. I'm going to do Craig like old Michael Jordan did him. I'm going to give him old 50 point piece out here. Yeah, him and Donnell Valentine, all them guys, man. I had, Yeah, but I, I got to go. When I get to going like that, man, free throws falling. And look at that. They running plays for me. Look at Oh, Lord. Claire, oh Lord, oh look, don't don't put it on Brad like that. Put the shoulder in the Brad. Brad, look at Brad. Want to help me up, Brad? What you helping me up for? I'm trying to give you a fifth ball piece, baby. I'm in the kitchen cooking up that thing right now. <laughs> I'm killing. <it. laughs> hey, bro, were, were you were you trash talking them or were you just locked Man, in? You, you know I was. You know, come on, right? Look at that sleep. They just sleep was just throwing it to me. That's when I knew it was me. Ah. I said, okay, I you know I had that in me. <laughs> Let me stop. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but I knew it was my night. Sleepy Floyd did a great job finding me, man, keeping me in. And, and he he ran everything for me that night. Sleepy Floyd. Dream wasn't playing that night, too, now. Not mm. alone, now. Dream, look at Dream over there in that polka dot shirt. That's the only reason I was able to do it, because Dream wasn't out there that night. That's my dream. I love you, Dream. You know I couldn't have did it with you out there. I couldn't have got all them points without you, with you out there, Dream, because we was going to Dream. What were your teammates saying to you? At some point, was it let him cook or was it keep going, keep going? You're talking about Coach Cheney. Everybody was like, man, go, man. Keep going, man. You got 40. You got 40, man. Where you wait? Get to 50. Get to 50. Everybody was everybody was so excited for me on the bench, man. And when I robbed him right here, Gerald Patio, I said, oh, yeah, give me them cookies. And Brad, Jack, Brad just acted like he was trying to help me get to 50. Brad just, <laughs> he, he was he wasn't even fouling me hard. He was just like he was just like touch fouling me. And I was like looking forward to knock me over there by the bench somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And then when they scored, I was like, okay, get here. They, they was trying to give me the ball. Look at get here, get here, get here. That's a close game, too. So it was just my night. You know, today if you blow up, you're gonna be on Sports Center, you're gonna be on the phone. Oh, on, yeah. You know, oh, man. how did the word travel of this game? What who, were people calling you the next day? How how did things go after this? Like 11 30, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock. Oh, man, whoa, boy, you went out tonight. Whoa, you killed him. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Boy, that's what, it, and that's how everybody found out back in the day. You know, we had social media back then. Dream was happy for me over there with that polka dot shirt. I was looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, man, uh, Vern, when we first got on, that's when I see you guys, you, Kenny, 
Dream, you guys look so good. M Mario, like, you guys look so good. And it's rare, man, but I think it says a lot about the hard work that you guys put in. Even Rudy Coach looks yeah, great. Yeah. Like, yeah, look the good, hard yeah. work you guys put in, y'all still look good today. You yeah. know, I think that says a lot. Now, now we, we got to take another trip down memory lane, man. Walk me through game seven, Vern. Oh, man. Were you guys nervous? Did you know you were going to win the game? Was it trash talk? Did you have to put on for the city? Talk to me about this game seven, because you showed out, brother. You dropped 21, four rebounds, defended. I mean, this is at the crib, the, ch the first chip, the first chip, man. Talk to me about this game seven. Take me into the locker room, Vern. What was happening here? Uh, first of all, before the game started, it was, I mean, like, man, I tell people all the time, man, when, you, when I walked in that arena, man, I'd never walked in nothing like that ever in my life before, man. You can feel the tension in that arena. I've never felt that. It was so, the, the tension was so thick. You can cut it with a knife. I mean, that was pressure. And I've never felt the pressure. I've never been, I ain't scared of nothing. But we were so evenly matched. But we just knew we had to go get one of those games in New York, man, to get back to Houston, man. And, and once we got it back to Houston, we knew we were going to be all right because we hadn't lost on our home court, man, in, in the playoffs. But New York came and they beat us. And uh, Phoenix beat us, too, a couple of times. But we went out there and did our thing with Phoenix, too. But but this was an evenly matched uh, series, man. We knew it was going to be tough, man. I mean, John Stocks, Vernon Maxwell, Derek Harper, Kenny Smith, Robert Ory, Charles Smith, Charles Oakley, uh, Otis Thorpe, Patrick Ewan, um, Elijah Wan. Man, I mean, what else could you get coming off the bench? Mario. Sam, they got Greg Anthony, they got, you know, uh, Hubert Davis. I mean, just evenly matched gang series, man. So we knew it was going to be tough. But I know once we got it back, we got that one game up there. I knew we were going to be fine once we got back to the house. We were going to win two games in a row. Now, Vern, did you feel like going into the game, you needed to step up and do a little more? Or did you just trust that, hey, if the shots come my way, I'm going to knock them down. What was your mindset coming into this game? Or was there anything that, like, how did how did y'all talk in the, in the locker room? Was it like, hey, Vern, bring it? It really wasn't a lot of talking going on, Ryan. You could tell everybody was got them trying to get focused on what they had to do at hand, you know, going out into the game, you know. And I kind of felt like they were out playing us, our guards, me and Kenny, you know, New York Knicks, John and uh, and, and, and Derek Harper. I felt like they were out playing us and, um, and I, I, I kind of felt like, you know, in order for us to have success in this game seven, I had to do more. And that's what I had in my mindset going into game seven. Vernon Maxwell got to do better than what he's been doing on the offensive end. Mm. And I already play. I'm I'm going to play defense. I think John went two for 18 or something like that. Oof. So um, Oof. I had the clamp. I had the clamps on him. But I had to just go out. And I had to do more on the offensive end to help Dream out a little bit. And that's what I did. Now, you hit the go-ahead bucket, man. You hit arguably, you know, one of the biggest shots in not just Houston, NBA history. What was the play that was run? Did you know the ball? Because you can't, you let it go. Walk me through the moment in this game and walk me through this play. Let me know what we don't know about this matchup, the feel, the moment. Was Dream cooking? You know, was the game tight? You know, what? where was your mindset? Well, first, right there, you see Dream hit it with the Dream shake, bop, 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 with the little hook over the shoulder. And then we knew they were going to come and help. And John, he just, he was just, he just went down a little too far down in that paint. You can't touch the paint when a man can shoot that trigger so quick. You can't touch down in the paint like that with me. 
I know I'm looking like I ain't ready, but I'm just wiping my fingers off where I can get ready to roast his <laughs> ass. And um, and uh, I love John Starks to death, but Dream made a great pass. You can look at it when he he spent and the same movie just hit him with, and then he jumped up in there and just found me coming down. And John Starks had too much; he was too far in the paint, and I was ready to go right there. You see it, just stepped back and ready to knock him down. Too late, John, baby. <laughs> Talk about, talk about dreams passing. Because here's the thing: for a big man, he ain't just throw it to you. He's setting you up. He hitting you right in the bread basket. How good of a passer was Dream, and why was that important? Man, it's great to have a big can pass like that to find guys like that. And then you don't have to reach out to the left, reach out to the left, uh, right, and it hits you right in that bread basket right there. It's, it, that's just like easy. It's like it's like one, two, three. I mean, that's the the pass was everything. If I had to reach out to the right a little bit or reach out to the left or reach down to try to get that ball, I probably wouldn't have made it. But the pass was perfect, man. I mean, perfect pass. Look where he hit me at, right in my hands, right there, right in the bread basket. Bam, never net. When you hit that shot, did you know it was over? Did you know? Yeah, I knew. That's when I just dumped on the floor and, and everybody then come out there. I knew it was a wrap then. We done went up by four or five points. I think it was over then. Did yeah. you? How about the emotions, man? I know. You, listen, man, you've been through so much in your life. Did, did it hit you then? Or was it more after the game of like, yo, like, this is real? Right. You know, it really didn't hit me until we had the parade, though. I mean, it took that long because I, I, it was so many emotions going on. Because I never, ever thought I would ever be in a, in a position to ever win an NBA championship ring, man. And then for me to be able to do it. And then to bring it to Houston, the first championship ever Oof. in the city in Oof. any sport. Any sport, that's big. I mean, that's that's memorable for life, you know. So, and that that that's where I, I, I was glad I was able, I mean, we were able, as a team, able to bring the first championship to Houston ever in any sport. So, Vernon Maxwell, 6 of 7 from the line, making 7 of 8, 21 points. Rockets again by 6. Time running out on the New York Knicks. The Houston Rockets are... Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, Vern, I'm so humbled, man, that you've taken the time. I'm privileged to do this. I know maybe you didn't know going in, but what you meant, you know, to my career and how many lives that you touched. No, I appreciate and, um, that, Vern. Listen, Thank Vern, you. selfishly, a lot of us live through you, Vern. That's why we love you, brother. We, you, <laughs> <laughs> I you, appreciate you, Ryan. I appreciate that. You've been man. able to say some of the things, you know, we can't say. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of it you might want to real back, but we be like, yeah, 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 yeah. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> I like what Brian just said. I want to say that too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. I appreciate you, Ryan, so much, man. But thanks for having me on, man. And also, before we get out of here, Vern, it's very important you blessed us here. The fans want to know, how can we support you? What are you doing next? You talked about the pod. You talked about your boys playing ball. How can yeah. we support you, man? Because we love everything you're doing. That's that's also important. Whatever causes you behind, let us know so we can shout you out. Okay, now I got my, you know, my maxed out podcast, you know, um, Bob Thu Bavada, which is doing real well. I mean, had some good shows with Kenny, um, AI, Sam, and um, 
looking forward to doing you, Mario, and some other future teammates and some of the future guys, some of the guys that's playing on the team now. So, uh, but nah, man, that's it. And um, my son's at Georgia Tech. I got him in the portal. That's part of the uh, college basketball life now. You got you, you probably going to touch the portal. And um, we're in there now trying to find a place for him. My young man is playing with uh, B. Mays at North Mac. He's had a great year. We went to the Final Four in the state. We lost, but everything's going well, man. I'm, I'm a blessed man, man. I can't complain about anything, man. Well, I can't tell you how ecstatic we are to have had you on here. You are a pillar of NBA history, oh, man. man. Thanks. We, we rock with you, and you, you, you represent so much of us, man. So, so can't thank you enough, brother. And we'll talk soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you soon, man. No doubt. Wow, this was absolutely amazing talking with Vernon Maxwell. I, I love what he's done for the game of basketball. I love the way that he gets back. Make sure you guys reach out and support. This was a really cool episode from one of the most down-to-earth, humble, organic human beings that I've ever known or been a fan of. But even more importantly, if you like what you're hearing, you appreciate it, make sure you spread the word, you like, you follow, subscribe, you know, whatever it may be. We appreciate you guys, love you, and we can't do it without you. See you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.